Like half the time we just cold open like uh like let's say I'm like recording right now cuz I am. Right? And then that's just kind of okay. how we st- yeah, that's just how we like start the episode. <laughs> All right, that rules. It's like, oh. But yeah. Yeah. Go on, Chris. Oh, shit. I don't got nothing to say. I thought I did. All right. Uh, so is it pronounced AOC cummies or AO cummies? <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever. I know Merrick Devil or whatever calls it AOC cummies, and that's what people usually say, but I internally say AO cummies. And I know that's not really the way it reads, but it just sounds better that way to me. I like it. I just thought I'd get uh, I'd get that out of the way because that's who we have on the show. <laughs> the show. We, <laughs> yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we were talking about White Boy Summer for a sec there, um, and how people are seeing that as racist, and that's kind of fucking stupid. Yeah, they're saying right, that. That's that, just uh, pride. Yeah, exactly. They're saying that like the font on uh, Chet Hanks's T-shirt was like similar to those Nazi punk bands or whatever from like the '80s. And I personally, that's such a fucking reach because it's just old English font. Like, there's right. nothing in particular about that that's remarkable or anything. But you know, it just says white boy, and there's some different font, and people immediately start saying, you know, this is aggressively racist. Yeah, well, it's and that's it's... just like the fucking world we live in, apparently. Yeah, well, it's because it says white. And it's you know a, you know a, a sharper font, you know. <laughs> well, it's like it's white and then boy, which we know is derogatory for certain a certain group of people. Right. And then <laughs> summer yeah. is you know a season. I don't know. There's maybe something people don't like about that. Fun, we thought about know. people with allergies as ableist. Yeah. Right. Uh, to me, that's just like the fucking Robin Hood font. I don't know. That's every time I see that, it's like, yeah, Robin Hood. How cool would it be if he did it in blood? That'd be kind of sick. It looks like blood smears. That'd be sick. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed, honestly. I expected more from Chet on that. Mm-hmm. Griff Shop, he uh, he made pretty much the identical shirt like the day that the term was coined. Yeah. So I expected a little bit more, but I mean, I guess quite honestly, that's kind of his style, just in the bare ass minimum. Chet Hanks, and I kind of vibe with it, you know. Yeah, I'm, I, there's some mad respect there for the man. He's He's got the rules laid out. Like, honestly, I thought White Boy Summer was going to be a thing that, like, he just kind of said and then, like, moved on from. But he's, like, turning it into, a, like, a whole thing. Like, there's, like, a Ten Commandments and shit. Do y'all know what the rules are? I just know no plaid and no salmon. Yeah. I, have, I, know. I actually have it bookmarked. Do you really? Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no, vineyard, no vineyard vines is yeah. a... Is a big one too. So we're gonna Sparries. I guess we'll go through the Chet Hanks White Boy Summer Bill of Whites, as it's called. Uh, oh, I like that. And I think you know, I think this is good because we can agree or disagree as you know a <laughs> group. So uh, initially, um, yeah, no plaid. You don't want to look like a picnic table. I'm I kind of rock with that for the summer specifically. Yeah. Like if you're wearing some sort of plaid short sleeved piece of clothing, that's really odd i don't know like yeah, a flannel you weird. don't need that yeah if it's winter maybe you can look like a lumberjack but not not in the summer keep it simple white mm. tea black tea that's that's rule number one rule number two no sperry top ciders 
Or ciders, I guess is how it's said. Yeah, that's very fair too, because fuck people who wear spares. For real. I hate yeah, that goddamn yeah. shoe. Yeah, I love how he said like, is inherently gay. Oh yeah. I love how he said like get some vans or some Jordans, I don't know, like feel it out and I'm just like, Hell yeah. Like I just felt I felt like I've been doing something right. You're a part of the team. I just want all this shit to like fucking sell out before June. Like you can't find the five pack of Hanes white tees or yeah. vans anywhere. That rule, <laughs> actually. It's like it's like toilet paper a year ago. Yeah, it's just shelves are cleared. <laughs> the van store at the Mall of America has caution tape in front of it. It's fucking raided. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Third Amendment, no calling girls smoke shows. I'm cool with that. Yeah. See, I have some pushback on that one because that's one of my catchphrases, quite honestly. And uh, (laughs) I open every little uh, Tinder match with, how are you doing, smoke show? So I don't know what I'm going to do now because I put White Boy Summer in my bio and uh, I have to vibe with that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, respect. call them baddies or tings. <laughs> tings. Hell yeah, it's tings. Yo, you a mad spicy ting, ma? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. If Patois on the list, we're fucking golden. Um. Was that is that the Bill of Whites? Is that in its entirety? Oh no, there's so much more. Uh, there's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> No salmon-colored wardrobe, so get rid of the salmon-colored stuff. You know, I kind of get it. I, I, well, I vibed with it for a while. Not so much anymore. Uh, neutral tones for me. What about our who-up shirts? Those are different. They're pink. Yeah. Okay, because I'm mm. getting mine tomorrow. Um, oh, y'all yeah. got shirts? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we got merch. Hell yeah, you want, check it out. Do you want one for free? <laughs> sure, I, yeah, that's chill. I can't. You can't. Set it up. You can't have it for free. Oh, <laughs> okay, no, I'll, I'll pay for it. I was gonna say I absolutely can set it up. You would just have to pay for it initially, and then I'd have to pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we did it with uh, Woman Lover 007. Was literally like he ordered the shirt, and then I just sent him money for whatever the shipping cost was. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice of you. Yeah. It must have been itchy. He only posted pictures of it like hanging in his closet. <laughs> he didn't actually like it. Well, he I don't he think he's wear. I don't think he's posted pictures with like other shirts that he's been wearing though. So Yeah. yeah. Let's we'll see at the next like convention if he pulls up Yo, like, yeah. take pictures with baddies in the who up shirt, I'll lose my fucking oh, mind. When he, Dude, when he's there I need with the, that to happen. When he's there with the bar stool guys, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Barstool needs to buy our podcast. (laughs) Dude, I want to be on the network. I want this to become unironically just Nazis following us. (laughs) Dude, the Barstool fucking replies, they're the worst. I mean, I love them, but like just the most degenerate fucking dudes. It's just amazing. A bunch of like dudes from Alabama, you know, with like those those frat boy types. I fucking love it. I fuck with it so hard. But yeah, the rest I was of this like, is... Oh, sorry. You go. No, you go, man. Oh, I was just going to say, the, the rest of most of this is just kind of like, don't be a, don't be a faggot. Uh, mm-hmm. Spend a little bit... Those are Chet Hanks verbatim said, don't be a faggot. I mean, I mean pretty much. Like, he's like, listen to country music, spend some money on your booze, don't be fucking lame about it. The only thing I don't really agree with, and not because I wear them, but because I know a lot of people who do, is the no Birkenstocks rule. 
but I respect his reasoning because it is very uh, Judeo-Christian of uh, saying uh, it's not kosher. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm kind of rocking with the no Birkenstocks rule. I'll be honest. You pull up with your white boys, you fucking swagged up, pulling up in a Dodge Charger, and one of your one of your guys has Birkenstocks on. Yeah, it throws the whole fucking vibe off. Not gonna lie, yeah. that and like everyone's wearing the same pair of Jordans. We're all wearing matching Jordans, and yeah. then someone's got fucking Birkenstocks on. Well, that and like he yeah, just says no. Wearing- he says no flip flops with like the like the thong in the middle, only like slide flip flops. That's true that. though. I mean, fuck the flip flops without that thong in the middle, dude. For real, those are the gay flip flops. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. homosexual. Seriously, what are you a fucking trumpet player? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ain't rolling with my white boy squad, dude. Go hang out with Louis Armstrong. I like the idea of you you pulling up with your friends and you're all wearing color like coordinated like outfits. You're just like matched up, and then some dude's living Birkenstocks and he's the one you call gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like. <laughs> yeah, we all got the we 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 all went in on a five pack of white tees. We're all wearing the same <laughs> same size white t shirt, matching J's. Um, <laughs> is there any pants rule? Yeah, no cargo shorts. All right, fair. that is fair. Then we're wearing and one basketball shorts <laughs> below the knee. Hey, you, you and your, you and your friends are about to pull up. Your twenty-three-year-old friends are about to pull up and go into the eighteen and plus club. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that you said twenty-three specifically. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that I'm the youngest one on the podcast. <laughs> you just had to like just call that out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, White Boy Summer is going to be great. It's also, didn't you say it's going to be Black Queen Summer as well? Yes, sir. So this is your chance, White Boys. Get some get some Black Slit uh, <laughs> White Boy Summer. Slit? That was racist. I don't know why, but it was. Yeah, that was. It's not racist. I, don't, I hate the way you say slit. Just say pussy. I'd rather, literally, I'd rather you say cunt than slit. No, it's like. It's like an accurate. It, it paints the proper mental picture. I think it's strange. Yeah, <laughs> the listeners really appreciate slit because it's like okay, now I kind of understand what it looks like. This is for all my virgins out there. Right. Yeah. Many uh, listeners. Yeah. All of our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Every every listener. Everyone behind the Patreon is a virgin. It's a, it looks like a slit. <laughs> it looks like there was nothing there. And then you made a like paper cut, and then it just got infected and kind of puffed up around it. Dude, that's Puck, fucking man. disgusting. This imagery right now, I don't know how the fuck. Yeah. Well, cave is asexual, so vaginas are <laughs> yeah. disgusting to him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It I don't is like so fucking gay. <laughs> I don't like anything. I don't like anything except a perfectly proportioned cock. Hell yeah. <laughs> Right, the right ball size, ball to shaft ratio. <laughs> oh, I've been meaning to ask you, Clay. Uh, yeah. So, how massive are your balls, and how tiny is your penis? Uh, it's dude. It is my favorite thing to tweet about. So my my, I don't have a micro penis. That's one thing that needs to be like stated. I don't have like a miniature. No, I, I've seen it. I've seen it. I'll vouch. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a micro penis. My penis is girthy. It's got solid length, but compared to my balls, it is. 
It also thanks Chris for the fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the, you got the cosign, man. Yeah. But yeah, no, no, I got it's, you. It's like a, it's like a, it's like I can pee on my balls, but like Jesus it's, Christ. <laughs> but it's only because of the angle of how I'm sitting. So we're talking like grapefruit size. Like how big are these? Oh, like I need something uh, to prepare to. Like a like a kiwi. Like Ooh. a cutie? No, a kiwi. Wait, each one is that big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both <laughs> of my balls are the size of a kiwi. <laughs> no, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I can't wear shorts. That's why I gotta wear pants all the time. Yeah, they're... Where's the vouch for that, Chris? Is, all... he, is he telling the truth? Yeah, they're all brown I only and saw hairy. The, I only saw the dick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> I colored out the rest of it. No, it's pretty proportional, to be completely honest. Like, the biggest issue I have is I'm just, like, fat, so my dick looks smaller. But if you get, like, some mm. decent pushback, it's not that small. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I was just imagining, like, grapefruit-sized balls and, like, a half-inch penis from your tweets. No. <laughs> I, that's how I want people to imagine it, though. I really do want them to think I have, like... A woman's sized basketball for nuts, and then like, <laughs> and then like a baby carrot for a penis. Like that's just funny to me, dude. I love funny. so much. I love so much whenever women's basketball gets like trending, and we're like, we need to be watching women's basketball. And then somebody like will watch it, and they'll just be like missing every single shot and just running up the court, like falling over top of each other. It's just like. People laughing at it. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. They look legit retarded out there. I'm not trying to be rude, but they miss every fucking shot. They're like stumbling over each other and then they start crying about pay. And you look at the fucking stadium and there's like three people total <laughs> who are fucking watching these players. I'm actually. <laughs> it's just a sad performance. I'm pretty sure Dude, I have I... friends who had like season tickets to the Lynx in Minnesota. Like, I think they bought them for like super cheap and would just like go to every game. <laughs> Yeah, for fifteen dollars, yeah. <laughs> I get every I want, home game. I think what they should do for women's basketball is the coaches should start like before the game, just get everyone in the huddle. Be like, "All right, ladies, this is a big important game." And uh, Janine, uh, Sarah on the other team uh, said she was with your man last night, <laughs> and just like <laughs> introduce a bunch of juicy gossips. So they go out there. There's some hair pulling, maybe some shirt ripping. Um, Make it maybe out. Be legend. Making out yeah. a little bit, maybe a little girl-on-girl -girl action. Uh, maybe maybe yeah, we I'll give just... them all ecstasy before they get out there. It's just uh, a lesbian porn. I would I would buy season tickets to that. <laughs> At the end of the day, looks aren't even important. You could have a busted ass looking team, and I'd still I'd still go watch. <laughs> <laughs> They could still be six five. Just a bunch of ugly ass busted women fucking making out. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would go to the fucking rec center and see the local women's teams if that's the case. I, I don't, it doesn't even need to be the fucking league, dude. That'd be season pass. <laughs> bunch of fucking paunchy, weird looking. Cave, that makes me think of like a couple episodes ago when we were talking about like the Precious remake, like Precious Two, 
and it's just like the fat, <laughs> it's like the fat black girl playing basketball at the rec center for cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a grand prize for the fucking the WNBA tournament is a hundred boxes of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> And now I'm just thinking of her like in the lesbian like, yeah. basketball. She gets more rebounds than DeAndre Jordan one year. She goes goes out there with like a strap under her shorts, just like fucking ready to fucking tear some women up. Woo. Wait, didn't Precious have AIDS? I don't know. I've never watched that fucking I've never movie. watched the movie. I know that she fell down the stairs, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Aren't you obligated to watch it if you're, like, over oh a certain my weight? Gosh. No. It's... <laughs> you're oh. obligated to watch it. <laughs> you have to remember that Chris doesn't like Oprah. Yeah, I don't like Oprah. <laughs> I won't well, be elaborating. I won't be elaborating. Yeah, what does that have to do with I this? won't be elaborating. Is is the movie Precious about Oprah when she was no. younger? No, but yeah. it's... it's yeah. Oh. No, yeah, that's canon. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why she produced it and talked about it on her show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was trying to be sly about it. We all fucking know what you're doing, Oprah. Yeah. She's like, I was that fat black bitch. No, the movie is basically racist. Like at one point, I'm pretty sure she like leaves her kids for chicken, like at the place. Wait, she's a mom in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Wait, Drew, yeah. have you seen Precious? <laughs> no, I've not. I've only seen like pictures of the woman, and that's enough for me. I know it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not yet. Ninety percent of this I'm making up, but oh, okay. yeah. Precious was Oprah Winfrey. This was her story. She has AIDS. She fell down the stairs. Mm-hmm. She, Casey Anthony's her child for a bucket of chicken. I, lo- I love the idea of being at like a video rental place when that movie comes out, and you're like looking at the different different movies, pulling out DVDs. You see like her on the front cover of Precious, being like, "Whoa, okay, yeah, I'm overwhelmed." Just <laughs> bring it back. I love that Chris knows she just- fell down the stairs in the movie because that's the only part he knows about. It's the only part you can relate to. <laughs> I'm just thinking about you like being at the hospital and they're like, you know, this happened in Precious. Dude, I'll kill myself. I'm sorry, man. Is it, has, has anybody had a really bad fall down the stairs? Bro, come on. Fuck you. It's not to you. I'm bringing it up because I had one a few months ago that was like really fucking retarded. <laughs> What's that when you're drinking all the time? No, I don't think. Well, maybe I was drinking a little bit. I don't know. Uh, I was like at my parents' house going down to the basement. And on the second step, my fucking foot slipped forward and I just slid on my ass down like most of the stairs, like bumping up and down. <laughs> I did that at Logan's house. Yeah, like, I don't know. I got up and I just like, you know, turned around, made sure nobody saw me. And uh, just proceeded on with my evening, but I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck, that's not good." Dude, this Were guy you... was this guy went to school with Austin one time. He was also a chubby kid, and we were, I was at his birthday party, and he was upstairs, right? <laughs> and um, like his mom like was like, "The pizza's here," and he went running down the stairs and fell down the stairs <laughs> and, fell, and and smacked into a hole that was already there in the wall. So he had done it before. <laughs> 
They don't fix it for his safety because he's just falling down the stairs every other day. It's like, why is that? Like, when I walk in the door, I was like, why is there such a big fucking hole here? And he slides down the stairs right into it almost immediately. Did you say it was because there was pizza ready? Yeah, he is back in the same spot. And he's back in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> you got the mind of a thin man and the body of a fat man, dude. You can't get that excited over pizza. skipping downstairs, missing like four of them, and then eating shit in the <laughs> It was one of those first parties too, where there were girls there as well, and you're just like, "Oh, this fucking poor guy." <laughs> yeah, as if as if successfully running down the stairs to get your pizza wasn't bad enough. <laughs> like. Uh, Drew, have you ever had a bad fall down the stairs or a story about it? <laughs> no. I uh, ate shit a couple of weeks ago that I was hopping a fence in my out-of-shape ass. I'm not fat, but I am just <laughs> haven't worked out in like a year, really. Yeah. And uh, I tried like jumping over the fence to get into an apartment complex because I didn't want to call my friend to let me in. Yeah. And I hit my fucking head on the concrete, mm. and it bled a little bit, but <laughs> that's the worst thing that's happened to me. I <laughs> didn't slide into a hole I already made. <laughs> that shit's fucking funny. God damn. <laughs> Even all the fifth grade hoes, too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever live that down? That becomes the talk of the school after that. Well, I don't know. I think everybody forgot except for me, and I'm telling it now. <laughs> At least 100 people. <laughs> Well, here's the question then, too, is did he go to a different school, or, like, did he become cool or less fat? Uh, no, last I checked, he, uh, he like, is dating a stripper and just, like, kind of shows up to high school parties and gets in fights. Oh, so he's, like, like living the best life you possibly can after falling Oh, yeah, he's just a grade. drunk, poor fucking asshole. God damn. That rocks. People like that yeah. become successful like Rob Ford. Yeah. A true capitalist. <laughs> it's so funny, Drew, because I only think of you as, like, Joe Rogan. So when, like, you were telling that story about hopping the fence, I just pictured, like, a slightly less muscly version of Joe Rogan jumping the fence. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually, like, in their head imagine me as Joe Rogan. I guess a lot of people do. And what's even funnier is a lot of people don't even realize it's Joe Rogan. They think it's just like some Renaissance fucking <laughs> painting or whatever, but it's just a retarded Joe Rogan picture I picked up. And you know, uh, the artist actually, he DM'd me when I got like 6,000 followers or something like that. He's like, Hey, I'll send you a print or whatever. And I'm so fucking autistic with my like privacy that I blocked the dude. It's like, I don't want him knowing my address or anything <laughs> like that. I felt kind of bad. Because I probably could have, you know, boosted his, you know, page because he's like a, he's not a well-known artist or anything, but yeah, yeah, I'm just so really concerned about my privacy on the internet that I just blocked the poor dude. I respect the hell out of that because I, someone offered to send me something once and I was just like, yeah, this is my address. Don't dox me. My mom lives here. Uh, <laughs> I fully was just like, yeah, just respect my mother. You can dox me when I move. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like I'll give you my new yeah, address. Yeah, people 
like someone offered to well a couple of people but someone offered to like mail me like a little painting they made of my dog and i was like oh that's super sweet and then i was like thinking about it i'm like how do i i was trying to like make a p.o box set up so i could have something sent to me so no one would know my my address and i don't know i i I probably shouldn't be so autistic about it because you know most people aren't malicious but one time a couple of months ago um this dude DM'd me my exact address at my old apartment and that just freaked me the fuck out. And yeah. he found it out because I was like, I'd post cigarette smoking videos on my balcony yeah. and he saw the skyline of Dallas where I was at. And he saw like the fucking power lines that were like running alongside the street on the side of the fucking video. Whoa. And he like triangulated my fucking position from the skyline and those power lines and found my exact fucking address and DM'd it to me. That's terrible. So now I'm just, yeah, now I'm just really fucking private about my shit. Yeah, I don't believe you at all. That's fucking insane. That person is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah, for real. That I think it's fucking crazy. I think it's cool that you do that though, because like I know some people who are also pretty autistic about stuff like that, and like just like how they look and everything. But also like I feel like it's it's so funny because I never like think about like the worries of it, and then I'm like, oh damn, like if somebody really wanted to, they could just find where I live. And have me and my so mom easy. killed. And it, like, scares the hell out of me when I, like, think about it in that aspect. But then I'm also like, oh, man, I hope nobody wants me dead. <laughs> you posting your job is insane. Oh, I, I would never post my fucking I job. I don't fucking care. Come to the fucking gas station. Just don't fucking rob me at gunpoint or whatever. I'll give you the money in the cash register if you really want it. Just don't kill me. Dude. What are you going to do when you happened. tweet something and some thick glasses bitch gets pissed off and is like, I'm going to call the speedway? <laughs> Dude, I if, was... If, Oh, sorry. Whoops, sorry. Oh, no, you go, you go, you go. I remember, so there was like a while ago when um, I tweeted something about Hillary. It was when Hillary Duff had that scandal about like trafficking children, right? And I tweeted Hillary Duff, uh, Hillary Clinton, um, and then like they were shaking hands and it was trafficking children. And some girl threatened to like call my job. And I literally like was working at like this family owned Italian restaurant. And I just, like, was, like, to my boss, I was, like, hey, if you get a phone call from some psycho bitch, like, I did make this joke, um, I don't know, I don't know what you want to do with that information. He's, like, wait, what was the joke? And I told him, and then he, like, laughed super hard at it, and he's, like, why the fuck would I fire you? <laughs> Hell, yeah, that rules. Yeah. I'm, like, a little afraid because I have a pretty decent job, and, you know, I'm, like, salaried and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've switched jobs twice now, but uh, one of the primary reasons I even switched jobs is because I figured if someone could find my address, they could probably figure out my employer from that too. Yeah. So now I'm with a different company, but uh, the old company I was at, if they found out some of the shit I was tweeting, I would definitely get fucking fired. And, yeah. you know, I have fucking rent to pay and shit like that. So yeah. that's why I'm another reason I'm so autistic about it. I don't know. I live with my mom, no. so I don't really care. Like, no, my current I, job is the same way though. Like, if they like found out I was like tweeting opinions and people knew I were. Um. Oh, no, shit. I love. Oh, oh my I, god. I'll market you, fucking retard. Uh. <laughs> no, I literally. <laughs> I feel kind of invincible in my job. Like, you want to fuck with the airport because if you didn't like something I said on the podcast, yeah, go for it, dude. (laughs) Like, 
it's like a 9-11 type incident over some fucking slur on the internet yeah be amazing be beautiful it's like yeah fuck with my job dude honestly i could care less <laughs> if, if i if i was the reason someone made a threat <laughs> like all right cool man there was an episode where cave literally like was just getting home from a bomb threat yeah, yeah <laughs> that was that. That was actually fantastic. It was I was like ten minutes before I was supposed to leave, and I had headphones in, listening to the music pretty loud. And this like TSA guy is like motioning to me, and I'm like, "Huh?" But I'm still playing the music. He's like, "Come on, you need to get out of here. There's a bomb threat. We're all getting over here." They like sectioned it off, so I was trapped in there for like a fucking hour. Nobody could go anywhere or do anything. People that are like flying in have nowhere to go. They can't get up to their cars and shit. It's just nuts, and I just. Told my boss I was gonna find my way out. And I got out of that bitch, but so it was fake though. There was no bomb. Yeah, there was. I would be very surprised if someone ever got a bomb in there. <laughs> Isn't it like a felony nowadays to call in a bomb threat? Probably oh, has to be. Yeah, I remember. It didn't used to be because college kids, or at least in Texas, at least when I was in college, um, it was I think just a misdemeanor, and uh, there was a couple of times where, like during finals and stuff like that people would call in bomb threats when they weren't prepared for the final. And then I think when I was like a sophomore or junior, they made it a felony. But that happened to me like three times in college where I'd have to leave during an exam or something like that because someone called in a fucking bomb threat. (laughs) (laughs) That actually, that kind of rocks. Just using a bomb threat to get out of things. Like maybe your wife is in labor and you call in a bomb threat to the hospital because you can't get there on time. (laughs) Yeah. Genius. You get out of shit by calling a bomb threats, just like minor shit yeah. though. Like you don't want to yeah. go to your friend's house anymore, so you call yeah. a bomb threat to their house. Yeah, late late to work three times a week and just calling in every morning with a bomb threat. <laughs> so because you work at the airport, it is a felony, and they keep tracing your number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just kind of racking them up at this point. I'm a collector um, of felonies. Yeah, calling in a fucking bomb threat to my optometrist because he, they scheduled my appointment for 10 a.m. on Saturdays. Have you guys done anything to stop Asian hate? Um, No, not really. Yeah, me neither. I got an email from Postmates <laughs> and uh, I thought it was really fun. I was going to tweet about it, but it felt a little rude. But they were saying, like, you know, we uh, have a bunch of Asian restaurants and a, b- a bunch of our delivery drivers are Asian, so stop Asian hate. And I was going to post a picture of that with, like, a... Wait, can we edit something out of this? Or yeah, no? If you want to you let... Here, I'll, I'll mark it now. You can say what it is, and then I'll make sure I edit it out. But I don't know. I thought that was probably a little too on the nose. I thought it was really funny they were doing, like, that yellow square shit. I don't oh, know yeah. why the fuck they decided yellow, but that was very funny too. Well, it was funny initially. We all know. We all know why they decided yellow. Well, it was funny My to text. me. Oh. oh, it was. Well, it was funny to me because it was like '88 Rising posted the first one, and that makes sense because I'm pretty sure they're like, like an Asian label, yeah. or like predominantly Asian. But then, like, yeah. I saw more and more people posting it, and it like just it made me laugh so hard at like how blatantly racist it is. For, like, a white girl to post, like, Yellow Lives Matter. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, it also made me laugh because, like, libertarians are usually, like, synonymous with fetishizing Asian women. 
and uh, their quadrant is yellow. So I just started posting pictures of like the yellow, like lib right quadrant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I want to do to stop Asian hate. I'm gonna text all my DoorDash drivers from now on and be like, "Hero, I love you." <laughs> Have y'all seen that uh, Facebook page where it's like, um, liber- what's it called? Libertarian guys with Asian wives. Yeah. I fucking love that page, dude. I know it's pretty memed on at this point, but goddamn, this shit's so fucking funny. I, I can't believe there's so many fucking dudes that are libertarians with Asian, you know, pussy in their life. And maybe I should be a libertarian. Fuck it. Yeah, right? I thought about that. I thought about just committing. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, fat pussy, best pussy. Second best pussy, Asian pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yellow lives matter. Yeah, yellow lives matter. So, Clay, you said you're the youngest. How old are uh, Chris and Cave? Uh, I'm 23, uh-huh. Cave is 25, and Chris is 24. Okay, how'd you all meet? Uh... Uh, well, Clifton and I met through, um, a mutual friend. It was like a, like he knew someone that I was good friends with and she just like mentioned us on Twitter and was like, Hey, I think you guys would be good friends. So then we hung out, uh, shortly after that and just hit it off and we've been friends since then. And then I met Uh, Chris in a group DM that I got added to. And then, uh, I introduced Chris and cave. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is kind of creepy, but Clay, I've actually known you for years longer than you've known me. Um, back a couple of years ago on your old account, you like tweeted something to the effect of like, hot girls post a picture of my replies or some shit like that. This is like, what, 2017 or something? And my uh, <laughs> my like ex-girlfriend at the time replied, and that's how I found your account, and I followed you on my old account. And then we didn't become mutuals until my current one. Wait, so I've known real? about you for a while. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't even. I wish I could remember that. That's kind of insane. Well, your, yeah, your account got banned, but I remember like she just replied, and then I was like going through your feed, and I was like, "Oh man, this guy's funny." And then I followed you for years, and then um, when you followed me on my main account, I was like, "Holy shit, I finally fucking made it." <laughs> That's insane. I uh, yeah, cause I fucking. Damn, I fucking, god damn, I have to remember now. I was fucking around on Twitter for way too long. I don't even remember half of the shit that happened before, like, 2019? I think 2019 is the first time I, like, remember, like have memories of Twitter. <clears throat> yeah, I think, um, I think it was 2017 or 20. your account was, you've been on Twitter for a while, right? Yeah, I was on Twitter. Well, the last account I had, I had since 2015, like July of 2015. If if I was a little bit bigger, it may have been more 2018-ish, but may have been latter half of 2017. Because I had like 700-something er, followers until like a certain point when I like started gaining like really like heavily. Uh, got like involved with people who like just like pushed like the growth of accounts, basically just manipulating the platform, but like with real people instead of fake accounts. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I've been a fan for a while, so well, that was my little celebrity meetup moment for me. That's it was like cool. last year when you followed me. That's so crazy, because I always thought you were fuck- like when I first saw like your main account, I was like, damn, this guy fucking rules. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> this have... is the gayest convo I've had in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have some controversial <laughs> takes as far as like getting rid of pizza in the donut pizza sushi or no, what was it? It's like burger, it pizza. Weed, yeah, weed, burgers, pizza, and wings. And I was like, pizza first, immediately. Fuck pizza. It's actually pretty fun. Like, I love pizza, but when, like, I, like, saw that, that was my initial reaction was like, yeah, I could, like, do without pizza because, like, burgers and wings are fucking insanely good. And then fries just rock. But I was also like, damn, pizza, that's controversial as hell. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the yep, answer is French fans. fries. Well, French fries wasn't an option. Yeah, it was weed. Did you say French fries? Weed? Oh, oh shit. The, the answer is uh, hamburgers. <laughs> really? There's so many good burgers, though. You can probably I get love wings and pizza. I can eat wings and pizza. I mean, it'd be it terrible. Wings, pizza, burgers, and weed? Yeah. Yeah. Weed. Easy. Easy. Forever? No okay. weed for well, okay, okay. Nerd. Well, to be fair, yeah. Cave gets introspective on weed and freaks out. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I could cut out of my life, no problem. I took an edible over the weekend and not good. Not <laughs> not good at all. Damn, I love just too much. Yeah, like it was eighty milligrams and I was on the toilet for like thirty minutes just like my head like bobbing up and down in and out of just like being passed out like and then i opened my eyes and my eyes couldn't focus on anything i just felt like my body was shutting down on me but you're like 50 pounds yeah that like (laughs) just couldn't i couldn't see and then my head was just like like falling down just going limp and it was messy i just like was getting weird feelings like in my face and then my leg fell asleep because I was on the toilet for too long so then I couldn't really move my leg. <laughs> I was just like, I was fucking freaking out. I don't know. It was just not... Yeah, it not sounds like you got your period for sure. <laughs> well, there's mm. just a lot of outside factors that make it tough for you, Cave. Yeah. Because like... Yeah, it's just... I don't want to grill you. How much food did you eat before you like took an edible? Oh, I had eaten twice already that day, and uh-huh. I took it in the early evening. Or I guess I took it at, like, 10 o'clock. I was going to say, because if you, like, hadn't eaten anything that day and then, like, took a fucking edible, you're going to be fucking just all yeah. off your shit. Well, every, every time I've taken an edible, it's like that. I knew I knew what I was kind of getting into. I just do it because it's like, oh, whatever. It's, it's, it's just going to sit here if I don't do it. I love edibles, dude. I fucking love yeah. getting high. Yeah, no, like, I I like doing it respectfully. Like, if you take, if I take, like, a couple hits off a of chillum, I'm good. That's the perfect amount of high for me. <laughs> but I can't do much more than that. Yeah, I'm the same way. I get paranoid really quickly when I take a large amount of THC. Like, yep. last night, I smoked, probably took, like, five hits out of a pipe, and uh, I immediately started, like, freaking the fuck out having like this weird like schizoid ass fucking like mindset so i don't fuck with edibles i don't fuck with rigs or dabs like the concentrate i don't do any of that stuff just snow flower
that's like that's what scares the hell out of me with like doing anything more than just weed because when i like <clears throat> when i was younger i i used to do it a lot do like almost every day after work i just get so fucking high and then i just started like watching people outside of my apartment and thinking they were planning on breaking in and i would put chairs under the doors like in my Holy apartment shit yeah dude i like will fucking psych myself out or like there were times when i was like first getting high that i thought my friends were gonna like kill me in my sleep like i i get so fucking scared <laughs> that like i think if i did anything above weed i'd probably have like some sort of mental break so you haven't tried anything else like uh adderall cocaine opiates mm. anything like that i fucking love i gummed I gummed a little coke at a party once, um, but I don't think it was enough to really do anything. Um, yeah, probably not. Yeah, and it's like I was already drinking so much, dude. Drinking is like, that's where I like to be. Hell yeah, dude. I fucking love alcohol. It's the best drug. Oh, for real. Like, there's nothing better than fucking alcohol. I guess nicotine and caffeine, too, I'm like crazy about. Yeah, but... yeah. we're on the same page. The only thing I don't yeah. like about alcohol is how many fucking calories there is. Because I drink, like, beer... And I don't, I really don't drink like straight alcohol unless it's like a like good whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks, dude. Like I'd say thirty percent of my weekly calories are consumed in beer, and it sucks too because I'll do them like Friday and Saturday night, oh, yeah. and so I'm super fucking bloated over the weekend. Yeah. And then like on Tuesday because I don't I don't drink during the week usually except for tonight because I was a, a little nervous. Um, before that. But usually I'm like, oh, I look real fucking good. I'm not bloated. And then like Friday and Saturday, I look like a fat piece of shit. So I feel that way too, yeah. but I drink like every night. So like every day I wake oh, yeah. up in the morning and I'm like, oh man, I'm a fucking bloated piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the beer shits are not great either. Like after a long night of drinking, the shit you take in the morning, that's just a nasty fucking, just uncomfortable experience. Messy as fuck. Yeah. All over the place. Not smooth. Not good. Yeah, you got to do those ones butt-ass naked and just, like, let it go. And then that's pretty mm. much, that's like pretty much the only thing I can to say for, like, to beer yeah. shits. Mm. I mean, there's, there's, you just kind of, yeah, you can't, you don't have any control over it. It's like, it's just, it's got to come out. Yeah, that's why you DoorDash a hamburger and you take a shit and you eat the hamburger while you're taking a shit. And you're just the worst fucking person ever. You just exist in fucking filth and you're just like, this is what I deserve. It's amazing. I just, <laughs> I just get like the worst hangovers. Like my hangover will last from when I wake up to like nine or ten p.m. and then by then it's like, oh, okay, I'm feeling better. Should I start drinking again? Probably. <laughs> Yeah, see, what I do when I'm having, like, a bender especially is, like, I'll drink on Friday night, and I'll wake up still fucking drunk, and so I'll just start drinking again Saturday morning, and so it yeah. becomes, like, a 48-hour affair, which is not good. Um, so, like, my cumulative hangover on Sunday, it's just the most debilitating thing ever. I just don't leave bed, but I keep yeah. doing it every single week. <laughs> There's just that Friday, that Friday night energy getting off of work is like fucking unreal. I'll go through the week and be like, yeah, I probably won't drink this weekend. And it's Friday, leaving work, just like, fuck yeah, I'm, pro I'm probably gonna drink tonight. That's how yeah, especially Thursday if someone texts you, they oh. want to hang out or something. I'm oh just god, done. yeah, yep. Yeah, those are that's yeah, how my Thursdays are. No, are. Like... Uh, they're those are my Fridays, so I just fucking get plastered on Thursday night. 
And then I wake up feeling like shit on Friday. And then I get drunk Friday. <laughs> I think I'm feeling like shit on Saturday. Oh, Clay, I was going to ask you this. Do you actually watch Goodfellas every single Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Hell yeah, dude. That I'm, fucking rules. I mean, I like why I watch it more than that. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the number at now? I haven't kept track, but I've like I got to a point where I just started watching the commentary with like Martin Scorsese and the guy who like wrote the book Wise Guys and then like Ray Liotta pops in every once in a while and Joe Pesci and stuff like that. Because just I've seen the movie so many times I'm like, Oh, what are some cool facts about that? <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking autistic, man. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth listening to it. with the commentary? I like it a lot because, like, uh, one of my favorite parts is, um, like, Martin Scorsese talking about how casting just fucking sucked because he, like, had Ray Liotta in mind, but one of the casting directors was just being a fucking shithead about it and didn't want Ray Liotta. And um, Ray Liotta's just like, yeah, uh, you know, I hung out with, like, Marty a couple times. And, uh, you know, he seemed like he really wanted me. Uh, but, you know, I couldn't tell. I was nervous. I was scared. And then <laughs> Marty's just like, yeah, this one fucking dickhead. And then the guy who, like, cat, like, of, like who was being a dickhead was like, yeah, I, I didn't fucking like Ray Liotta. And then I was out to dinner one night, and fucking Ray, he walks up to me. He's like, hey, I know you're the casting director there for the, the Goodfellas. Uh, and I just want to say, uh, you know, I fuck, you know, I hope you consider me and thank you. And then they like had dinner or whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, "All right, Martin, you you can have him." And it's just the stupidest fucking story ever. But it's just like right in the middle of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty fucking autistic about it. About it, hey, man. I've seen Fight Club like. <laughs> 25 times probably fuck yeah i'm autistic about that movie i love it so much fight club rules my friend's older brother like fight club is like he read the book like i think a couple times and he's like seen the movie like a billion times and he's just like it's a really cool movie about like introspection and just like masculinity as a whole and like every time i've watched the movie and read the book like at a different point in my life it's at like a different topic that I've been struggling with, and it's just something he like always carries with him. So he's like getting like tattoos on his leg, where it's like basically damn that like, fucking rules. Yeah, it's like a sleeve of like just like the theme of like uh, Fight Club, and it's really fucking cool. God damn, that's awesome. Yeah, I just read the book for the first time. I've seen the movie like twenty times, but I mean, kind of similar to me. Like I've watched it like whenever like events happen in my life, and I'll get something more from it. Yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I think uh, um, I think white women who fucking get pissed off about the movies guys like because they you know have like toxic men in them or whatever need to look past the uh, the initial you know movie need to start looking at the lessons yeah. that don't apply to their own lives. If you're watching yeah. a movie and one of the actors in real life was like accused of something awful, maybe just look past that next time you're watching the movie, okay? It doesn't matter what they did outside of the set. Right, yeah, that's not what I was talking about at all, but I agree with you, Kay though. Uh <laughs> like I was talking to someone 
and uh, they refused to watch Kevin Spacey movies. No, and I was like, why? So many good fucking movies, and just yeah. because of what he did. And like, I don't give a. F- I mean, I care, but like, I separate the art from the artist, obviously. And yeah, I just enjoy his movies, and like, I can see past, you know, his personal flaws, and I can enjoy movies from like the '90s that he was in. Yeah, I don't get people like that at all. I used yeah. to like. Oh, you go, Crave. Oh, I just wanted to say. I mean, his character in Outbreak did not molest anybody. Okay. Right. But yeah, that's it. Very yeah. true. I used to try and do a bit on this show where I'd basically be like, yeah, it was Kevin Spacey actually gay. And then, um, the, have like a conversation about it and then kind of just bring up the fact that he, uh, Kaiser Soze did where like he, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, because Kaiser Soze has the limp wrist and walks kind of weird, and that's what gay people do, and whatever. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Anytime I tried to, like, do it on here, it fucking flopped super hard, or someone would interrupt me or whatever. But, yeah, no. Fucking, I I love Usual Suspects, and, like, Baby Driver was a good movie. Like, what is it? Like, Men yes, Who bro. Stare at Goats or whatever? He's a very talented actor. He's a fucking shithead, but that video he released on Christmas, fucking insanely good. <laughs> yeah, bro, he's like, one of my favorite actors. Uh, in particular, like, The Usual Suspects, that's one of my favorite movies. I love movies from the 90s in general, like, just fucking seven usual suspects fight club shit like that yeah they're all fucking bangers it's just a great decade for movies in my opinion i agree that's like i don't know i know you guys like probably watch a lot of movies i don't know i watch a decent amount of movies but a lot of just real shit ones i don't know i i don't have any sort of taste to just like see something like yeah it looks okay and i just throw it on What's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie. God damn, I'll probably get, uh the Social Network. That's a good movie. That is good I think I really like it. Actually, honestly, like no, it's good. Isn't yeah. that Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie? I don't know. Is it? I think it is. I think he said that like in an interview that that was like the best movie ever made. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, I don't know about it being the best movie of all time, but yeah. I mean, it's really good. And I remember seeing it in theaters, like in 2010 when it came out, but mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate it at all. But I rewatched it recently, and like, it's very fucking good. Like, the acting's oh, yeah. phenomenal. The soundtrack's really good. Yeah. Um, it's just a really. It, I think it came out like too early, probably, for people to appreciate it when it came out critically. No. Yeah. It- I, that that movie is aging like fine wine, in my opinion. Because I don't know, I'll oh, yeah. come back to it every. I probably watch it once a year, uh, but yeah, it's just it it gets better. I don't know. There's something about, yeah, I don't know. It's just great. The soundtrack too. I love just listening to it. Yeah, dude, I fucking I like my favorite decade for movies is probably like the '70s, only because like I like Francis Ford Coppola, or Coppola. I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Coppola, because that's from the Kanye lyric. Francis Ford Ca- Coppola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did, like, the Godfather movies, and he did, like, Apocalypse Now. And then Martin Scorsese has, like, Mean Streets and fucking Taxi Driver and shit like that. But I think the 90s had, like, a weird uh, revival of, like, 70s storytelling with just better, <laughs> like, ability. I don't know. 
Mm. Yeah, no, that's true. I forgot that Taxi Driver and um, Apocalypse Now came out in the 70s. So that's a good decade. The 80s had a lot of shit movies, in my opinion. I don't like the 80s as a decade. I don't like the music from it. I don't really like the films from it too much. Yeah. I don't like the TV shows or the politics. I fucking hate the 80s. So the 70s and 90s are good. Very good. I like, uh, I will say I like John Carpenter's stuff from the 80s. Like, I fucking love anything Kurt Russell was in ever. <laughs> I'm not so sure I've seen many movies from that period then. Yeah, like, especially Kurt Russell movies. Yeah, like what's your just, favorite from that time? Uh, I don't really have a. I can't. I can't really narrow it down. But like, I would say the three movies because they're all John Carpenter movies. But like, the three movies I'd go with would probably be uh, like The Thing is a perfect like horror movie. Um, probably my favorite horror movie ever. Then uh, Escape from New York is just like it's super cheesy, but it's super badass and it's fucking awesome. And then uh, Big <laughs> big Trouble in Little China is uh, just an incredible comedy. And and where Raiden came from in Mortal Kombat. Because um, they were working on Mortal Kombat when that movie came out. And uh, they were like, man, we want to do this character Raiden, but we don't know what he's going to look like. And there's these characters and they're called the Three Storms. And... Um, they picked kind of just like like th- those characters inspired what Raiden looks like in Mortal Kombat today. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Um, all right. So I guess we were talking about like shitty movie decades. Are, would you guys say the two thousands are a shitty decade? No, for movies. I think there's actually quite a few good ones in the two thousands. Like, I mean, the Dark Knight trilogy was out in the two thousands, and Scorsese had. You know, he's been making movies for a long time, but the, some of my favorite ones are from the 2000s, like The Departed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was before all the Marvel shit of the 2010s. I felt like the past decade was pretty, like, shitty overall. Like, there's some good films, but yeah, uh, just the general theme of the 2010s will not be remembered well, historically, in my opinion. Uh, no. In comparison to, like, music, which I felt like the 2010s were much better than the 2000s. Yeah. I also think yeah, the 2000s... I would agree there. I think the 2000s, like, movie-wise... That was like peak comedy. For sure, dude. It was so much funnier back then. You could say fucking anything. You could say, mm-hmm. you could be, your whole butt of the joke could be gay people. And that was like the last decade you could really do it. Yeah. Like, you I, know, y'all do it on this pod, but. Oh, yeah. That shit was fucking funny. Dude, I fucking, I loved the, uh, what the fuck was it? It's, uh, it's, the it's, oh, fuck. I feel like a fucking dumbass for not remembering what it's called. It's Woody Harrelson, and he's a bowler, but he gets like his. Hands. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. That movie is fucking hilarious. Yeah. That is like it's a perfect so comedy movie. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, the... Paging Dr. Faggot was in the 2010s, right? Paging Dr. Faggot? Uh, yeah, is that a movie? From The Hangover? From The Hangover? I think oh. the first one came out in 2009. Oh, so it was right underneath the, like, the line. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Well, we uh, also have to remember that no. 2016 was the start of, like, the woke wave. I mean, like, as far as, like, mainstream, like, really pushing, yeah, like... people what... are changing how they move in the industry and shit like that. Yeah, because, I mean, like, before that, I mean, you have Tyler, the creator, like, just fucking kicking ass... <laughs> As like this mm-hmm. edgy horrorcore kid making that music, and then 2016 hits, and like it's like 
not even just 2000 it's like no it is 2016 it's like after the summer of 2016 when you know things are kind of more like ten there's more tension because Hillary is now the runner instead of like possibly Bernie Sanders and fucking you know versus Trump and then like that's when woke like culture really like started affecting I think the mainstream way to move and speak and like do things I wish Hillary would have won. I know the country would be shitty. But I think that we could just still say whatever we wanted. <laughs> they would be busy, like, bombing Iraq or whatever they do. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like the, the movement was, like, building up. 2016 was, like, like the turning point. But I feel like that shit's been going on probably since Obama's second term is when it, like, started. And it, it really started ramping up. Because I remember um, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that um, started up in like 2010, but it became really big in 2013. Yeah. And then with all that Tumblr shit that happened like 2015, where they like banned porn or whatever. I was going to say, yeah, like Tumblr a, was a big part of that as well. Yeah. When all those fucking degenerate furries and whatever, the freaks from Tumblr went to Twitter and shit, kind of just ruined everything in my opinion. Damn. That's actually, that's great. We should put the blame on Tumblr shutting down. <laughs> no, Yahoo buying Tumblr and then getting rid of porn on there, that was 100% like a huge reason like shit hit the fan. That is a good point. Yeah, I forgot to, about that. You have to contain them. Like same with 4chan. You need like a place for people that are like, you know, extreme and yeah. left or right or socially or whatever. Yeah. Like you need a little honeypot for them just to, you know, fuck around with and everyone else doesn't have to deal with their bullshit but in comparison to 4chan tumblr all migrated to twitter and instagram and stuff like that and they just fucking ruined everything right mm-hmm. do y'all remember how twitter used to be like a decade ago i don't know how we oh all, yeah. How yeah, 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 yeah but it was fucking since, shit yeah i was since 2011 i got to see like the decline of twitter <laughs> just oh, yeah. over yeah. like the last 10 years and it's been fucking unbelievable i was on since 20 i got on there to follow kid cuddy and kanye west <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. They have amazing Twitters. I love Connie's old tweets. Like that one about the water bottle on the flight. Yes. That was how Twitter was supposed to be. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. why I made, I made a Twitter because of, um, holy shit, I forgot his name. There's this dude. He had like a website. This is going to make me sound like an asshole. He had a website for like revenge porn, but I followed him on his Twitter because he posted like these videos of him like more. Hunter Moore, yes. Hunter fucking Moore, <laughs> dude. He's the reason I made a Twitter because I was in high school and people were like showing them like him snorting coke out of girls' buttholes and shit. That was the fucking, the peak of Twitter. You know, uh, Chief Keith was out there talking about Katy Perry slobbing on his knob. Yeah. Fucking Hunter Moore out there wilding. And it's just declined ever since. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I mean, that like is like the same era too where like Wiz Khalifa was just tweeting like gay inspirational shit and like yeah. hashtagging Taylor Gang and getting like a thousand retweets every day. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember... The reason I made a Twitter in 2011 was because uh, a television show I watched had, like, an online, like, interactive thing where, like, you could, like, solve mysteries for, like... It was, like, super gay. But, like, one of the things (laughs) that they wanted you to do was, like, yeah, just go crowdsource information from Twitter. And so it was, like, a thing, like, Twitter was, like, you know, probably sponsoring or, like, trying to get, like, bigger... Like, a bigger platform on, even though, like, there were already people on it. But you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like it was like a promotional mm. thing for Twitter as well as like this TV show. And then like I made an account and I used it for a really long time because like I made it like in high school, like pro- mm, two, 
Yeah, like eighth grade high schoolish, and then like I like was on there for a long time. My account got hacked. I had to make a new one in 2015, and then uh, now I'm fucking where I'm at. But yeah, no fucking. I didn't start because like I wanted to follow anybody cool. <laughs> I literally started because I was like, well, this website told me I had to do. <laughs> hmm. I guess. I just wanted a new place to fuck around on, but I wanted to ask you guys, because, like, we were all on pretty early. You guys remember the fucking I Like Girls Daily account? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Can, fuck, can yeah. We, fuck yeah. Can we bring that back? <laughs> <laughs> just an account posting just hot pics. It doesn't have to be porn or anything. It doesn't need to be fucking crazy. Just, like, what? a fucking hot bitch every day. What happened to all dude, those, like... like, big accounts that, like, would, like, tweet dick and shit like that? sex gifts I... <laughs> they now go uh, by caucasian james yeah. <laughs> yeah like literally there's probably like bigger accounts right now that were just dory like oh, sure for sure well no because i know that all those accounts got like suspended right. oh wait is i like girls daily might still be up i've just found it <laughs> but there were there were like a ton of accounts like that that got like just fucking suspended because they were like manipulating the platform or whatever and um but like i I never remembered like why i mean obviously because like they manipulated the platform or whatever but like i don't know why twitter caught on to that shit or whatever well i think they changed their policy and that's why they got into the man way but i feel like all those accounts that were doing that they're now just pretending to be like you know hot ass black girls or whatever who like follow two accounts and have thirty thousand followers. It's the yeah. same fucking shit. They're all going viral off the dumbest fucking shit. Well, I hate all those tweets. Did you see? Uh, um, I think her ad is Catherine Cutie. I don't remember. What yeah, what about her? F- but she like tweeted something about like it was a but. Th- I actually this was actually the craziest part. So I saw all this stuff about Caucasian James like having a bunch of different accounts that he interacts with that interact with him that like all like go viral all the time and she had tweeted about it and uh I remember like sending it to a couple people and like liking it and then I got suspended and uh oh shit but like <laughs> no I'm so serious it was literally like I sent it to like a group chat and then my fucking account got suspended <laughs> like an hour later Dude, he has like, what 1.5 million followers, and he like, like I don't mean this shitty. What the fuck does he do? What the, what like what the fuck yeah. does he do that warrants 1.5 million followers? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I whenever I find like right, whenever I start talking to a girl and I see that she follows like Caucasian James or something like that on Twitter, like that's a red fucking flag. Oh, yeah. All those big accounts like Jasmine Rice. I hope all those motherfuckers hear this. I know they won't, but I hate all of you. I hate all those large-ass accounts with their shitty fucking, like, I know they have, like, a group chat where they send their fucking tweets so they can all retweet it and can all go fucking viral. Yeah. You're fucking gay. Your content sucks. I fucking hate them so much. Uh, Girls that like Caucasian James's Twitter, like, that's the equivalent of, like, being in school and then you're talking to, like, a girl you think is cute and then you find out she only listens to, like, Disney Channel radio music and you're in high school. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we're never going to get past this. I know you might grow out of this in a couple of years, but it's not working for me. Yeah, but you always know that they had that phase, and, like, you can't get past that. Yeah. Like, that's a huge yeah. character flaw. You can never recover from that. No, seriously. Like, how fucking demented do you have to be? Is it, like, you're fucking 16, you can, like, drive around, 
and you're listening to fucking Disney radio. What is so funny, though, like, is all of those accounts literally do just have group chats where they're like, oh, let me drop my tweet real quick, and then everyone will go, like, like and retweet it, and then the algorithm grabs hold of it and shit like that, and because they're all so big, and they've all fucking sucked each other off enough, like, everything they tweet goes viral. I mean, like, that's how people, like, accumulate, like, and there are some people with, like, bigger accounts that do actually have good content and stuff like that, but, like, a lot of the ones that, like, pop up, like, super-duper fast, that's literally, like, all they do. Yeah. They're just, like, playing the game in the gayest fucking way that you can. Yeah. Imagine Twitter clout meaning fucking anything. Because I don't really see these accounts like posting those ads. I, see, I usually see like just randos fucking posting those ads underneath. Yeah. But I don't. I really don't understand the point of making a Twitter account like that. And maybe they sell it later. It's the only thing that comes to mind. But yeah. they're not monetizing it that much. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know why they fucking do it. Because well, Twitter is definitely the worst social media to be popular on by oh, far. Because you can't fucking make any money off it. No sure. one gives a fuck about it everyone's just so fucking rude and they argue with you all the time yeah twitter is like so fleeting as well i feel like for sure i mean the other thing too though is i mean uh, if if you get like a viral tweet every day or multiple mm -hmm. viral tweets every day where someone's like hey can i promote this under there i mean like i i did the promotion stuff just because like you can i can go buy like a sandwich and beer when i'm done with it like fucking i might as well take the money who cares yeah but like uh <clears throat> fucking uh like if you're getting like that many people being like hey can i promote my shit underneath your stuff and you're getting more than one viral a day because you're like pumping out that much like gar- garbage content i can absolutely see how people are like oh yeah this is just feasible for me yeah but i mean what's like 20 dollars for one of those ads no one ever dm'd me over my tweet recently so I don't know how much they pay, but I imagine it's like ten dollars, ten or twenty dollars a tweet. It can't be that much, right? Uh, I got twenty to twenty-five, um, on like rando like people who would DM me. There was like one account that DM'd me that was like willing to give me like thirty-five, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I can pay for my gas. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. But like, still, you can work a minimum wage job, and you know, oh, for sure. make more than that in a day. But I guess, you know, if someone offers me money, I'd probably do it. Yeah. I mean, like, I fucking, I'm a a slave to capitalism. I'll take money wherever I can get it, probably. Um, That's why if this ever blows up on 4chan, we're just becoming Nazis. For sure, dude. For sure. sure. I do not give a shit. I have no morals. I have no spine on this. I will become a Nazi. I do have morals, but I'll pretend to be a Nazi for money, I guess. No. Over, yeah. over, over a hundred thousand a year, I'll lose all principles. <laughs> <laughs> and if you wouldn't, you were never poor. When it's all divided up, we're all making what, like thirty-three thousand a year. That's enough. <laughs> like, that's enough. I mean, individually, I make a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, individually, hundred thousand. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know. That's like. I, I think, like, the Twitter should... Like, if you're not doing anything in conjunction with it, like, you're just trying to get, like, big tweets and then do the little bit of promo, that's fucking weird. But if you if you have, like, a product or something that you're trying to present to people, then it makes sense, like, to be on it and be active and be trying to do yeah. more with it, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Like, y'all with your podcast, it makes sense. Not right. saying y'all do that on Twitter, but, like, 
you actually have a product that like your Twitter helps promote. But these Yo. people, I, I fail to see a product like that. And yeah. it just seems so fucking pointless to me. Unless they have like scripts and they have a bunch of accounts. I guess you don't really have to run one account. I never really thought of that. Yeah. If you have like maybe 10 of those accounts and you're doing that daily, you could probably make like I don't know, 400, 500 a day, maybe. But you yeah. have to be fighting suspensions and shit. I imagine because of you know tweet decking and uh, using the same IP address, it just seems like a lot of fucking stress when you could just work a job. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess. Uh, well, kind of, what, Chris? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say we're kind of getting. Well, we're we're a little past the hour mark, but I feel like we should address uh, address and ask about the drooligans. I feel like that's something. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about him you're, well you're just such an interesting person i feel like we've just talked you know shot the shit and the, like dude how what the hell what how'd you do that because your account's not that old yeah it's uh about to be two years old in july um i'm not really sure how it entire okay so the history of it if we're going to do like an official lesson is this person on twitter who has since blocked me um called like my followers drooligans because they'd like come in my mentions and like boost me up or whatever when i'd talk to neolibs on the internet and like make fun of them or argue or whatever and then like some of them just started identifying as it and so like when i had like a thousand followers uh i deactivated because i told them that i was gonna get off twitter i got a thousand followers that was such a big deal and they made like tribute accounts for me and shit like that and so <laughs> i came back and then it grew to like I think there's like 60 people now. I have like a little list of all the people who have like either like Drooligan in their bio or they like explicitly, explicitly said that they're a Drooligan. Yeah. And so now I just have these people who have my notifications on, and then like I'll reply to private accounts or I'll reply to whoever, and they just immediately like my shit before even reading it. Mm-hmm. And it I mean it's pretty cool because like I mean I get gas on fucking literally everything I post, but at the same time I can never really be too genuine or anything like that, or I can't be like talking about a serious issue on someone's private because I have all these people seeing my shit. Right. Um, but for the reason why they like me, I'm not sure. I think I'm just really candid on Twitter um, about my life. Um, I'm private, but like I'm extremely honest. And I think a lot of people like that, um, especially in like the more irony sphere that we're in. Um, yeah. Everyone's making jokes and shit like that, which is fine. I do that too, but there isn't a lot of a, uh, human element at times with like expressing vulnerability or like anxieties and fears yeah so a lot of like young men um i think kind of like that and then a lot of them are aligned with me politically for whatever reason and so right i guess it's just easy for them to like kind of you know banner behind this person i know that um it's like annoying for friends and like it's annoying for other people if they like involve themselves with me but at this point it just comes with me and so you know it's just a package yeah and i'm, I'm not gonna get rid of them I, i'm not gonna block these people because that ruin their fucking day and yeah. uh i mean i love them but it's just it's the weirdest fucking thing to me i wish they'd give me money these people should fucking pay me that's what they should be doing <laughs> yeah you gotta make like a fan house dude that rules though i think it's really cool that like there's people who just like I don't know, especially if it is like that kind of like, oh, here's a man who is like a, you know, someone who's like me that I can kind of like, I don't know, not necessarily idolize. Maybe they idolize you, but like look up to at least. Yeah, I think they just, a lot of people relate to me. 
yeah. I guess, because I'll express, you know, whatever's on my mind. And uh, especially during like COVID, that's when I started like peaking and became a thing. I was like, hey, I'm just this dude called up in my apartment working from home. I'm on Twitter for 15 fucking hours a day. Here's yeah. every random thought and, you know, everything that's stressing me out. And then some people related. But it just it does kind of suck, though, because I've noticed there's some people out there who like identify as that and they don't even fucking follow me. Or other people will like make accounts pretending to be one to like kind of like ruin my name, and it's just it's like a whole fucked. fucking headache. That's not. Right. I would not recommend it. But it, I do think it's like a really interesting and um, c- cool. Like, cause I don't see like the closest thing to that you see is like Stan Twitter, and Stan Twitter is just like demented. Where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> At least these people <laughs> yeah. seem to not be like uh, totally insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. It, it's a little weird. And it, whenever I trip on drugs, like I trip, I took shrooms a couple of weeks ago. And it wasn't too bad, uh, but I think about stuff like that sometimes. Like, there's like dozens of people out there who know every little thing about my life, and like they are just dedicated to gassing my shit. It's a little bizarre, but. At the same time, like when I'm sober, I'm like, oh, it's pretty nice having so many people care about me. Yeah. Well, swag, dude. Fucking sick. Um, do you have anything you want to, I guess, plug? Uh, since we're getting towards the end here, we don't. We kind of try and stick to an hour. So sorry, it's so short. But oh no, I have no product. Just uh, I guess if you're not listening or if you're not following the Who Up Pod, just go ahead and follow them. If, you find us through my retweet. Oh damn! Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, man. You're fu- you're way cooler. Well, you're not way cooler than I thought you'd be. You're as cool as I thought you'd be. But it's way cooler to like talk <laughs> to you uh, in voice chat versus like message, just because there's you can you know how you can just feel how someone's actually real human, like a real person. <laughs> Yeah, man. It was super fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks y'all. Thank you all for having me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um Yeah. All right. Well, are we gonna should we do what do we got to say? We don't have to thank the patrons. Just uh no. thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Check out my t shirts. Uh fo- if you don't already, which would be a surprise to me, uh follow AO Cummies on Twitter. Uh follow all of us as well. Um, thanks. Chris, do you have anything you yeah. want to throw out there? No. Yeah. Tell them where you work stop. again. No, well, th- <laughs> stop Stop being so mean to me in Clay's replies, guys. The fuck? No, be mean to him. Yeah. <laughs> be, yeah. be mean to him. <laughs>